This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings Zidi right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we're just having a little carefree summery podcast today. Uh, I asked in the Facebook group about people's favorite podcast moments, and we have a few ourselves. And so we thought we would share them and just give everybody a little flashback and a laugh. I'm trying to find my notes to see if I to have see where yours good is. to say or what I think is good to say. Um, well, I <laughs> I do like this one, so I'm going to share. I'm going to share before like I share mine. These are my two favorites. Okay. that I have on the top. But go ahead. I, I have I have a favorite though that isn't. I don't know. It's podcast related because it happened during the podcast, but that's about it. Okay. So. <laughs> All right, Casey says one of her favorite moments was, quote, I'm not that bitch, unquote. <laughs> that happened, I thought that, that it, happened like only during the podcast? I thought we always. Well, it, it, I think that, I think you said that, you know, it just originated there that we were talking about highly underpaid, underappreciated instances. Right. Him my of pants for a dollar and a half or whatever. Sewing for yeah. people or something, not, you know, not, right. okay. Not that we have never donated our time, blah, 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 because we get that sometimes. But, you know, sometimes uh, you oh, do. It, I bet all of you listening have experienced instances where your skills have been underappreciated or undercompensated in an inappropriate fashion, right? Right. And so ZD, <laughs> ZD said, she's like... I'm not that bitch. <laughs> not anymore. I'm not. <laughs> and we made business cards. Do you that remember this? I'm not that bitch. Yep. And they included. Now, here's. Okay. You can, and then you can put the phone number of another seamstress on the back that so, could help you or whatever. Yes. But I want to clarify because I was like, oh, somebody could take this the wrong way. Because we're. I'm not saying that I'm not that bitch and this person is. I'm saying <laughs> I'm not that bitch. Find someone else and you will pay them accordingly. That was the whole idea okay. is that you put someone else's phone number on it. And yes. they said, yes, I'll be glad to do that to you for $5,000. Right. And so the person would get the message that you were worth they, something, too. Yes. Right. They would understand, yes. oh, here is a person who does this professionally and often, and they will charge, and here it is. But, uh, yeah, for a while, like, after we made those, you know, I just, I just thought they were hilarious. Um, but I was like, oh, I don't want people to think that we're saying that, like, it's okay to do that to somebody else. You know right. what I mean? Well, uh, and, yeah, and, you so. know, we got feedbacks <laughs> sort of there on some of that stuff about, oh, I volunteer my time here. Oh, no, we have done that. It's the person that says, you should do this. 
assumes uh, I, that yeah. your time is free and you should work for them well, and, and whatever. They're just, not asking. They're not saying, oh, man, there is this great need that exists. They're just like, I need this thing done. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, want to pay like, for you it. They're like, you need to hit my pants for me because I <laughs> you exist. Are, and yeah. you you have a sewing machine, yeah. so certainly you, okay, so you do this. I heard the most fantastic story this weekend. Did you? Okay, yes. Well, let's and it, please share. It, it was from <laughs> a retired naval officer, right? Okay. And I've been doing a lot of boating, right? So we were, you know, all the guys get around and they have their head like down in the engine rooms of all these boats and they think they could look at them and fix them or something. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> this, guy, this guy has this story. You know, like I said, retired Navy. And he said, the guy says, you know, they, okay, so they had this like new, whatever, you know, big, you know, Navy boat, whatever it would be called. He was much better at this than me. But it was some big, huge, like, you know. Okay, they had a big boat on the Lake of the Ozarks. No, 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 no. This is like the Navy oh, has like this boat. Oh, like he's in the Navy in this story. And right. they get a new big Navy. And they get this big new Navy, like aircraft carrier or something, right? Yeah. And it just won't work. Oh, like no. They, they, you know, they turn the key or whatever they have to turn, you know. And it, it, it like, sputters and stops. And it sputters, and, you know. And they've had everybody in to fix it. Did they, you turn it off and turn it back well, on again? Exactly. No. <laughs> Is it plugged in? Does it have gas? All this crap, you know. Is it in gear? But whatever. Whatever they do with boats. Sure, and, sure. you know, all this stuff. And they called in all of their, like, you know, high-level engineers and, you know, sure. even the people that, like, created this, you know, on the drawing table, and nobody no, no. could fix this boat. So they finally give up, and they call this guy, you know, that was in the Navy for, like, 45 years, retired when he was, like, 70 or something, you know, and he's this old guy that hangs around boat yards, you but know. But that's not the guy you're talking to. No, no. Okay, okay. No, it's just his story. Okay, he's telling me about story. this guy. So they Understand. bring in Mr. Ex-Navy man. Who's, right, who's who has retired? All, who and... has all the knowledge in the world? Yeah, right, yeah. and he, you know, he goes up and he listens to him and he listens to the, you know, how it, he, he's trying to start it or whatever, and he listens and he says, "You got a hammer," <laughs> you know, and they go, "Well, yeah, what size?" You know, and they bring him a hammer and he just goes, "Bam!" Like right on the side of you know part of the engine or something. He goes, "Try it now." Boom, 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 boom. It's going, right? And they go, oh, man. Oh, wow. Well, how'd you know that? He goes, well, you know, I've been around boats all my life. Blah, blah, blah. So they get a bill from him a couple days later, right? $50,000. $20,000. Oh, he undercharged him. He undercharged. <laughs> and they go, hey, 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 we're the United States Navy. We can't just pay a bill like this without it being itemized. You you know, you were only there for like five seconds, <laughs> and you used the side of a hammer. You know, you can't, like, we can't justify this. He said, oh, I can send you a bill. An itemized bill. Right, itemized. <laughs> First item is hit the engine with the side of a hammer. And that item equals? $50, right? Oh. The knowledge to know where to hit the engine with was the hammer <laughs> was 19. Yes, yes, yes. I'm like, it's a perfect or, oh, story. Oh, you said 50, not 500. I'm yeah, sorry. I okay, said 50. Okay, so, right. I'm sorry. So it was, you know, 19.5555. Whatever. So, I mean, I thought. That's a sewing story. It is. Because it, it's, a, you know what? It's not just a sewing story. It's not just a boat story. People deserve to get paid 
for their knowledge, for their experience. That that's what oh, yeah. I'm not that bitch is about. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So and then basically the, the navy guy he said. So basically <laughs> and yeah, and the footnote on this guy's invoice, invoice was I'm not that bitch. That's right. Well, yeah, so um I'm glad that if Casey, I believe manages a European wax center uh-huh. is her uh, job or she did at one point and I know that estheticians uh, can often face this type of I'm assumption sure. that you can just like do this real easy thing well you only you spent know. 20 minutes with me or yeah, whatever yeah yeah these uh what you know these eyelash extensions only took you this long it's like well go to somebody who hasn't been trained and enjoy your eyelashes and I you am, know <laughs> I'm running into that like in the boat world again with like canvases don't tell people you sell. Just I don't. don't. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. And they're like, they charge me $3,000. Okay, $3,000. This is like oh. a humongous boat canvas with snaps, and it has to fit to the frame. And, you know, I'm like, and, you know, 42 zippers that go 15 ways. Mm. And, and I'm like, that's nothing. It's a These deal. people, and they're like, I'm going to go into the canvas business. I'm going to be a oh, rich man. You know, thing. that kind of thing. Yeah, that is the thing. Is yeah. Sometimes. Then do it. Sometimes you get someone who would be like willing to pay for it. And right. Like, well, I'll do this to get rich. And it's right. like, ha, ah, because yeah. they think it's overcharged. They, right. they think the profit margin's too and high. And so it's not just your time. It's not yeah. just your bother. It's not just you, you know, um, getting the materials together and knowing what to use. It's just like all that knowledge. Yeah. And and there's there's never a job that's straightforward. I'm sorry. Very few. Maybe hemming a couple pair of I jeans. I got it. Something simple. But very few jobs are straightforward. Yeah, I've anything had, like that. I've had quite a few things pop up for me in my life where people are like, okay, so can you do this? It's just, it's so simple. It's really simple. That's what, how they it's talk to It's not hard. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, and you fucking do it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. It's, no, it's, that is exactly it's true. It's already an explicit I episode. I am very <laughs> careful when I talk to people about, you know, that, that are giving me a service or doing something right. like that because I don't know how hard it is. No, maybe. you know what? I'm the best customer. Oh, I am too. I'm always well, like, hello, how are you doing today? This is what I need. Um, t- tell me what it costs so I know how to budget right. for that. Like, so I if anybody just... out there has ever been a server or a waitress or a waiter yeah. or whatever you want to call it, I have been. And you know how you feel when you go to a restaurant. You know how hard those people are working. They might not be right in front of your face, right. you know, the whole time or whatever, but you know they're working hard to get their job done. Uh, Casey also says that her local baby lock dealer owes uh, us a debt of gratitude or perhaps a commission. Well, <laughs> so. just send, give her yeah, our, just, just give her our give contact her, information. You know our address, Casey. Just uh, we, we might know her. They, yeah, yeah, anyway. All right, so now let's take a moment – and I'm going to share my favorite podcast. I wonder if I have it written moment. in my notes. That's what I'm Because you, well, I know one of yours aligns with a few others right. that were here. Okay. Like I said, this has nothing to do with sewing at all, but it's really hilarious. So sometimes when I speak, like, and I'm thinking, I'll like <laughs> close my eyes for a second, right? Oh, because I have this one down. Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I do. I'll close my eyes for a moment. And, and this is all, this can be edited. Okay, this is not a live thing. We know our it, podcast is not purely live. No, we record it live. It's, is what yes. we do, unscripted. I mean, you can't right. record a podcast. Uh, whatever. Anyway, it's we can edit things out, but 
we are performers, and I guess sometimes we, and we want to make it easy on Sam. We're trying to make it easy on Sam, even though we're recording this episode a little last minute. Okay, so sometimes when I'm thinking, <laughs> I close my eyes. And one time I did this, and the way we're sitting is we, I... We pretty much sit across from each sit other. Sit across from each other, and there's a sewing machine on the table right in front of me, or like right to my right. And uh, I close my eyes. It's to my left. I close my eyes to think about something. <laughs> and then I opened them, and ZD was just gone. <laughs> she was nowhere to be found. And I was like, I'm just going to keep talking. And you didn't hear me leave either, did uh, yeah, you? Yeah, I was like, what... I would have heard her. We're on rolly chairs, and and ZD, um, no matter how graceful she is, does make a sound when she leaves a room. I mean, our know. floors are hard. Yeah, There's no okay. Carpet. There's okay. Yeah. She doesn't just float everywhere. And I was just like, where is she go? Like or whatever. And so then, all of a sudden, you pop up, and you had like not been feeling good, or wanted to stretch, or something, and she had you know slightly scooted the chair away and bent over at her waist like putting her chest down on the top of her thighs like head between the knees you know or whatever and the way the machine was and everything I just couldn't see you and I was like what WTF I was like where did she go and so then you come up and we continue and we take a break and we do normally like pause recording take a quick break right. to regroup and I was like mom I didn't know where you were, and you didn't realize that I was, like, bewildered right, about right. this. I was like, you just, I couldn't see you <laughs> where you were in relation to me, and I had no idea where you'd gone. And I was like, okay, but I guess the ironic thing is I could have just been like, pause, hello, where are you, you know? <laughs> right. But I didn't. I felt like I had to go on for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Because uh, you were just taken off guard. I yeah. guess, but I was like. Where the hell did she go? I can't even see her. So I think I attribute this to, like, you being kind of short and flexible and uh, the machine being in just the right place that I couldn't see you. Well, maybe we'll have to include, like, a visual aid and so you can tell what the heck I'm talking about and how Zidi can just disappear under a table, you know? So... That is one of my favorite podcast moments. And I have that down in my notes as Mallory opened her eyes and I was gone. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> my mom and I were podcasting and she just disappeared one day. <laughs> All right, well, let's take so let's take a quick break and come back to some more favorite podcast moments. ZD, wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com slash leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. 
Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to sewhere.com slash leggings and get started today. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, we're back. ZD, share a personal moment. Well, I think my most memorable, and because we don't script, yeah. you know, we get surprised. Sometimes it's gold. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just, Sometimes it's just, it's good. you know, I mean, I'll tell you. It's, it's just, so we were doing straight of grain, cross grain. We were doing grain, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe we were sort of describing how fabric was made. Right. And I, you know, and it was brought up that, you know, cross grain, right, and and um, straight of grain. straight of grain used to be referred to as warp and weft. More commonly, it still is right, but it was I understand, but it, but yeah. it was more commonly. You no, know, you weft. didn't call it straight and cross, right? You call it, you know you called it warp and weft, like like other things change. And I said something like. The way I would remember warp is warp is like the length, like warp speed, like, and then I said, and the weft, ah, and I just all of a sudden said, you know, there's, there's the warp and the weft. How did I? No, say it? you the, said the the weft runs the, from right to weft, right, right to, from the right. The weft <laughs> runs from right right to weft. That's yes. what I said. Yeah, and I just thought that that was just like so funny. No, and it, I just like surprised. And of course now I that's how I use it. Someone that's else, how I remember it. You know the warp, or you know the weft is from right, right to weft. Right to weft. Um, someone else like discovered that independently and posted oh, did in they? another Facebook or, you know, said it. I'm sure right. I'm sure somebody said it before, you know. Um, but uh I was like, yeah, we we discovered that in our podcast. And Jillian says that warp speed, she could never remember the distance for it. And actually, I don't remember the warp speed as well as the weft right. Right. Well to me that so was the only way was, I could remember it at, at one point was, was the warp, warp speed. speed. I hadn't thought of the weft yet. Okay, so 
the warp speed is the warp of the fabric is parallel to the selvage and it's longer. And it's long. It's, it's, so so you just goes on and on, on and on. And on. So you can get up some warp speed. Yeah, you how keep I would rolling think of it. out right. the bolts and the length that you cut is along the warp. Okay. Right. And then the weft is from selvage to selvage, right. from weft to right. From weft okay. to right. Yeah. So uh, it's not like warp speed's you know truly unlimited. It just but felt it's, like such yeah. a clever thing. It is very. You know? You're so I mean, clever. It just did. It just did. Yeah. So. Jillian said warp speed, and then Fred said from weft to right. And right. then Jillian said warp speed sticks better in my brain for some reason. So clearly, you know, it can Whoever, whatever, whatever works, works for you. Whatever you know. works, right. Um, so, yeah, th- that was that was a popular one. So on which one Fred. sticks with Fred? Fred's weft to right. Okay. Jillian's that warp speed. That makes sense that Fred would be weft to right, yeah. Um, Jillian is Cynthia's twin. I don't, uh, Cynthia is... Uh, the maker who she makes lots of floral beautiful things they're each other's twins yes they're each other's twins uh all right diane says well first of all everybody wants a sewing out loud retreat so we'll get on that especially things you know i am i have have it in my mind we could have this retreat where we go someplace and you and i just sort of sit like you know I think we just, it's just hang out, you hang know, out. and people just bring us things and talk to us and <laughs> we, tell well, us how we've entertained them for all these years. We, we've thought about, we were mapping out an event, um, kind of like when Jerome was really little baby. Right. And we knew it wouldn't happen for a while. Probably like two years or so. And then the pandemic About the hit. time the pandemic started, yeah. yes. And uh, we thought we would like to have some kind of self-sewn prom Yes. Where you wear anything you're proud of. Okay, so like if it's a formal dress, great. If it's an apron, if it's a pair of overalls. If it's a nightgown, if it's it your underwear. Swimsuit. Yep, go swimsuit. for it. Okay, so basically we would have like a dance. What if somebody shows up like with their menstrual pad on? <laughs> More power to them. <laughs> Just like make a dress out of the menstrual there pad. There you go. That you would know, work too. Like, uh, or an apron. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyway. We we thought that that could be part of it, and we get th- thought that people could bring if they if they could bring like a project in progress or mm-hmm. something that we could help troubleshoot, and then maybe we'd ha- we would have like a few demos of techniques as well. Um, but you know maybe do some fitting stuff, some measuring workshops. But that might be a nice uh, thing just to ask in the group, like if there was an event, what would you like to see at it? Really? I like to overthink these things. Yeah, um, of course you do. You know, like just the rest like of everything your life. else. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So yep, anyway, yep, yep, yep. be good to get some feedback. Uh, Diane says there have been so many times the two of you have given me a giggle, but mostly. Joining the Sewing Out Loud community has given me the confidence to try techniques in the sewing world I never knew were possible. The community you've built feels like my personal friends, even though I've never met any of them. Since my mom passed away, I don't know a single person who sews, so these have all become my people. Thank you for all you do. Oh, Diane. That's nice. Like, real nice. Thanks, and I'm glad that we can give you a giggle, because we need some giggles, giggles these days. Giggles are good. Right? Giggles right? are good. Okay, get this one. This actually harkens back to the I'm not that bitch thing. (laughs) Ariel says, I have learned so much about fabric and garment construction from listening to your podcast. Listening to it has completely changed my sewing game. I just finished listening to the So You Want to Costume a Show series. I almost skipped these episodes because I don't want to costume a show, but I decided not to skip any episodes. I now have a new appreciation for costuming, and I thought I appreciated it before. The level of creativity and ingenuity is inspiring. Um, I just adore you guys and this amazing community you've created. And I commented back, Ariel, I'm so glad you still don't want to costume a show. (laughs) Good idea. (laughs) 
I mean, talk about something that really, you know, gets undervalued and it's it's really gotta be does a, get undervalued. It's gotta yeah. be a labor of love. Yes. Um and and that's fine and yeah. we've done a lot of those too. So oh get this, Mom. That would be probably, you know, right above doing all of the bridesmaids, you know, dresses for someone's wedding or something. Oh my gosh. Go ahead. Well, I don't think any I mean, I think this is supposed to be under wraps a little bit, but as many of you know, I was cast as Big Allison in Fun Home last year. Was that well, last year? Well, the year before. Yeah, technically we cast it was in cast 19, in 2019. 19, right. And then um, we were supposed to be in 2020, got canceled. The performance due to the, was 2020. Yeah, right. performance was 2020, got canceled. Which didn't happen. Uh, due to the pandemic, but they think they're going to do it in the spring of 2020. And we still have that fabric we had all and rolled we do, out. And I we had all this fabric I rolled out at the time. I almost used it for something. We had all this fabric rolled out at the time. And finally, like after about eight or nine months, we rolled it up, sadly. <gasps> yeah. So uh, anyway, we we might be costuming that show again. So it might be costuming. It's okay if you're now. in it. I'll do it. Right. <laughs> that's, that's kind of. It's kind yeah, of where I mean, I'm we at have, right now. We have just went through, because theaters have been closed, and now they're, of course, reopening this year, this season, and we are going through everybody asking us who who can, when they ask you this, who do you know that can costume a show? Sometimes they are asking you. They're asking. So, yeah. But, you know, I'm like, just don't know. Just not, you know, I, I mean... Oh, a lot of those people just, had to find nope. different jobs. They had to do other, the right. They had to do other things. They could you can yep. wait around. You know, nope. it's just um, so things might, are things are hard in the entertainment business might take for some a while people. For those people to, to come back to come back yeah. to that profession, especially if like they remember how very scary it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this is like obviously it's not just for the entertainment industry; it's for a lot of industries. Right. You know, so it's it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, Beth says, not sewing related, when ZD said she can't hear or concentrate until she puts in her contacts, same here. I no never knew joke. anyone who shared this phenomenon with me. So only It only happens to geniuses, just so you know. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And forward-thinking people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Kim says, so many. Threading with the presser foot up was actually a really big help for me with my serger. Woo, spread it. Spread, spread it. Love. Here's the deal. All of you listening right now, find like two people this week to tell thread with your presser foot up, and we can change the world. No okay, joke. we can change the sewing oh, world. Oh man, we so can. much, so much. Um, Kim says always test has become a real big mantra for me as well. I have just felt like such a part of your sewing community, which has given me the confidence to try anything because I know if I have a question. Uh, I know where I can get it answered. And Kim is somebody who makes clothing and sells it. Mm-hmm. And I really like to watch her do that because it seems to be a really joyful experience for right. her. And I just, I like to see that happening, especially after, you know, you and I feel a little jaded. <laughs> with yeah, I'm just into the now just making things to give away. Yeah, she Yeah, I she, don't want any expectations other than my own. So we haven't had yeah. guests on the podcast before, but I've considered maybe you know starting that in some way or something and i was like it would be neat to just interview kim and be like how do you find this fitting into your life well and right and because it, it can fit into your life oh well, yeah obviously you, you know. know i you know and i shouldn't i know i'm jaded but We're jaded. you know and i sewed for so many years for others 
sometimes for nothing, sometimes mm-hmm. for, you know, um, money to make money, to make money to get extras sometimes when yeah. I had another job to, you know, so we could go on a big vacation, you know, or, or, or whatever. And, you know, it has been a lifelong skill. And hey, speaking of pandemic, all those people that were like, so, so, and then all of a sudden pandemic. you couldn't find a sewing machine, mm-hmm. right? Yep, because yep. everybody wanted to sew a mask. Isn't that funny that that skill is worth something? Yeah. 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 Like saving your life. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was Ken's favorite. And then I'll share one more here. Well, hold on. Here we go. Heather. Sorry. I was trying trying to find it. Okay. This isn't a funny moment, but there was a podcast a while ago on testing things. For example, making muslins, testing seams, etc. And just the nugget that you don't have to test if you don't want to, but you can and should test everything that is worth the time, effort, and supplies to you. That's a lesson I have applied to sewing, art, gardening, and beyond. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I can't remember if we quite framed it this way in the episode, mm-hmm. but... All of your experience that you have accumulated right. was testing. That's why the guy with the hammer was like twenty thousand dollars. Get yeah. twenty thousand dollars for one tap. Yeah. yeah. So you, um, I hope that story is true because I mean, not to degrade your experience, mom, but I could see somebody at the lake, like kind of, you know, having a couple beers. No, nah, <laughs> not gonna work. You, you, you I barely you believed it. Okay, you believed I, him. I. The night before we went on this, you know, little excursion, right? I had to replace um, Velcro, yeah, on our um, on our cockpit cover, and of course I'm down in the living room, you know, with the the sewing machine on the piano bench, and I'm sitting on a little kid's chair, you know, sewing this Velcro on, and I thought I'm only doing this because I want to stay married. Yeah, (laughs) you know, uh, my husband's like, "This won't work anymore. What are we gonna do?" Okay, okay, I'll get. Yeah, I made him carry the machine down. You know, right? Just so he could be part of the labor of all of it. Yes. Yeah. But and you know, I'm glad I can do that. You know why? Do you know how long you wait in a boat town? Yeah. To get your Velcro sewn on, could be weeks, could be months. They are that backed up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, well, that, those, this is just our fun little favorite, you know, favorite parts of the podcast. Oh, wait, do you want me to oh, Do you have it? another one? Do you have I another have, one? I have, let me see if I, I, I do. I want to see what my list says, if we missed anything. Okay. Oh, we talked about quilting. And we talked about a quilting bar, oh. apparently. <laughs> No, we okay uh, because you're talking remember. about seam guides, seam and the guides. seam guide yeah. for the quilting is called a quilt bar. Right. What do you order at a quilt bar? A Bargello shot. No, that was a that, good so that was one. pretty funny. That and I think we also one. had some other there were some other references drinks. in there. Yes, I can't remember Which what they funny, were. Which is funny because Zidi and I actually aren't yeah, very big drinkers. We are not real big drinkers. But we're, if I was gonna we're have just not good at it. If I was gonna have something, yeah. I'd have a Bargello and shot. And I don't know why, but I wrote down so long and so happy because. I think we figured this out that I did the first time I did this was like the 11th episode or something. You used to say sign off and I signed off however. Yeah, you I think maybe it was just so happy sometimes right. or 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 whatever whatever was, you know. I mean we could go back and listen and figure no, it out. No. No. 
<laughs> one of you can feel free. Anybody out there, feel yep. free to do this. But um, I just think it's fun because I said that. And Mallory, like, looked at me, and I was like, oh, no. Now she's going to make me do the ending over. And she goes, no, I like that. You should say that all the time. So that happened. About, uh-huh. I think it was around the 11th episode or something. So if you listen to the very, very early, early ones, it the sign-off is not always the same. But I just think what was funny about it is you liked it, and I was afraid you didn't. Yeah. Like, I was afraid she was going to make me redo it. Okay, well, I do have to – I have to burst a little bit of a bubble because the shipman repair story is one that's been going around the Internet. Shipman. The, the right, Navy right. repair. No, no, no. He was telling it as a joke. Oh, okay. But he okay. is retired Navy. <laughs> but – Okay. okay. He okay. No, no. He didn't say it was his story. Okay. You know, he was telling it like, but he there's, is retired, Davy. There's a LinkedIn article about it. <laughs> Somebody yeah. took the opportunity to put that content on LinkedIn. But that is like so. No, it's it's very. I mean, good. it's such it's a good, good illustration, illustration of, of people, and that your skill is worth something. Absolutely. Right. Not just okay. Just because I can do it in a minute and a half does not mean it's not worth. Well, and so anything. to Heather's to Heather's point, you know, right. all the time that you all the times that you tested. You know, such That's and right. such stitch let you know that this next It'll work time, or it won't work. Yeah, this right. next time you're working in a real similar situation, you'll be okay doing that. And you don't have to take like right. a ton of time. Experience is valuable. Yeah, experience. No, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to act like that was, was like, his what? story. I'm trying to fact But he check. truly is retired Navy. Sewing, sewing out loud is just a beacon of journalistic truth, you know? So I was just <laughs> fact checking. <laughs> Okay, everybody. No, they were all sitting around telling war stories, and that was one of his jokes. Well, ZD, can you take it away? With so long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.